All right. 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 We are live. We are live. Stopping the music right off the bat. Stopping the music right off the bat. Gonna be honest here. Gonna be really honest. What was that? Seriously. I'm <laughs> I, I honestly I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very serious. This was the first time that since I've been doing this pod that I actually took a second to be like Wait, are we gonna actually like I don't know what to say about this game. This was the first time. This is the third season that we've been doing this podcast. And there's been some bad games. I mean, things haven't been this bad for sure. But I'm going to be honest, this was the first time I was watching a Raptors game and being like, what am I going to talk about in a podcast post this game? And I see a bunch of comments already filtering in. So, you know, in the end, the reason why I did end up doing the pod is just for this reason, because I know there's a bunch of you that will come here because we've created this as a safe space. And I think I might be the one that actually needs a safe space this time around. You see, I think that I'm providing the safe space for the diehard Raptor fan, but yet here I am needing to talk through this a little because I don't know what that was. That's not the Raptors team that we've been watching for a while, is it? I don't think so. One thing that is the same, my name is Sheldon Alexander. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show, and you can still stream us live after each and every raptor game for now i mean as long as the raptors or as long as there's a team that you know kind of resembles the raptors and and they're barely resembling the raptors team i mean they're wearing the same jerseys that's about it at this point but you know we stream live after each and every game up on instagram on twitter on youtube and on twitch so send your comments and questions because i need the therapy right now after watching that because I don't even know what that was that was just a pathetic performance and if you've watched this team over the last I mean go back before the championship right one thing this team always did and it's funny that I'm saying this in a loss against the Pistons right and the Pistons team coached by Dwayne Casey because the one thing you can always say about this squad in this era of Raptors basketball is that there weren't many games where it just looked like they weren't in it at all. Right. I don't throw around words like they quit or anything. I don't, I'm not here for that hyperbole. I'm just saying like, what was that? I don't even know what that team is, who that team is. The Raptors are a mess right now. They lose to the Detroit Pistons. Yes, the Detroit Pistons, who are one of the worst teams in the league. The Detroit Pistons, who are a team that have openly given away a bunch of their players. They're players that are worth some form of value. They've given them away because they are in a full rebuild. The Raptors are a team that, you know, had aspirations of still being in the playoffs. They didn't trade Kyle Lowry at the deadline. And a lot of people thought, hey... 
you know, you keep Kyle Lowry, maybe you can still make a run, get into the play-in tournament, and all of that is still possible. It is. Might not think, seem like that in the moment right now, but all of that is still possible, but you wouldn't think it after watching this game against the Pistons. As the Raptors lose 118-104. to 104. Again, 118-104, to 104, and I don't even know if the game was that close. At no point did I think the Raptors were going to win this game. And there's a lot of people in the comments already writing in some form of what is this team? What happened to our team? Who are these guys? Like I'm seeing a lot of that in the chat already. And I got to be honest, I don't have an answer. It's weird. My guy Ken on Instagram says, shouts to Kennessy, my boy. Ken says, the higher you climb, the harder you fall. Uh, that matches up with uh, <laughs> a text message I got from one of our Actually, Ken and I's mutual friend, Timmy Heggs, who said, we sold our soul for a chip. <laughs> and watching this Raptors team right now, the only thing we can do, like, I feel like ending the pod and just going on YouTube and, and watching, like, the Raptors, you know, there's, like, that long video that just goes through that whole championship season. <laughs> I feel like going on YouTube and just watching that to make myself feel better. Because what was that? 118 to 104 to the Pistons. And it's making me look up and be like, is Sadiq Bey really that good? Or is he playing that nice just against the Raptors? I don't know the answer to that. I just know that Sadiq Bey looks nice every time he plays the Raptors. And he might be having an all right season, cool. But my guy looks legit when he's playing against the Raptors. And as I bring up his numbers, my guy's averaging 10 points per game this season. I'm not claiming to be an expert. Hey, I watch a lot of basketball. The Detroit Pistons are not high on, on my list. So I'm not claiming to know much about Sadiq Bey. But I will say that my guy puts in work against the Raptors and looks like, you know, he could be a rookie of the year candidate. I just don't get it. 118 to 104. I'm going to keep repeating the score because I can't even believe it myself. The Raptors at this point of the season, losing their third game in a row to the Pistons, they have been swept by the Pistons. The Pistons have won 13 games this season and three of those wins have come to the Raptors. Now, in fairness, the first win, I'm pretty sure the Raptors were missing players out of their lineup. The second win was the first time when uh, Pascal and Freddie made their return back to the lineup. And tonight, I mean, the Raps are missing Bembry. I don't know. I like. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words because you know, even if I thought this Raptor season wasn't gonna be, you know, as good as the seasons that we've seen in the past, this is still like this run that the Raptors are on. Right, you're getting swept. The season series swept by the Detroit Pistons. You've lost 14 of your last 16 games. You fall to 9 and 17 on the road, 18 and 29 on the season, and the Raptors in the month of March are now 1 and 12. That, my friends, is not good. That, my friends, had me sitting here watching this game and being like, Am I actually going to do this podcast tonight? That's weird. But then I realized I needed this. I needed this as much as you guys needed this. So I'm just going to, I'm going to read comments because what are, what are we really going to break down here? Right? There's, I'm not going through and breaking down that game and what just happened in that game. That doesn't deserve a breakdown. One team showed up. The other team was the Toronto Raptors. 
There, that's my analysis. That's my breakdown. Raptors lose again to the Detroit Pistons. I'm confused. I'm really confused. So let's read some comments. Someone, uh, I'll start off on Instagram. And Will says, what happened to our squad? Great question. If you have the answers, I'm sure uh, the Raptors organization would like to know. There's a couple people that would like some answers. They would like to know. Nick Nurse, I feel your pain, man. I'm watching Nick Nurse and you can see it in my guy's face, man. He looks sad. I feel bad for Nick Nurse. He's in a tough spot. Because the reality is, as bad as the Raptors are, as, you know, as terribly as they've played, what do you want Nick Nurse to do? As as And this is not hindsight, because I've said this from the start of the season. The Raptors' biggest issue is their lack of depth. And we're seeing that now, because I was saying if the Raptors were going to make it a deep run in the playoffs, they were going to be the middle-of-the-pack team in the Eastern Conference that most people thought they would be. I did not. But that most people thought they would be. It would be because your core players, Fred, Pascal, Kyle, Norm, those guys were all playing at a high level, above expectations. That's how this team was going to win. All those guys needed to put in mega work night in, night out. And the reason why the Raptors are where they are right now is because that hasn't happened. And not only has that hasn't not only has that not happened, but the reality is the guys behind them, they still have no bench. Nick Nurse is still searching for answers. He's given everyone on the bench about three different chances to just run with it. And Boucher continues to be the only one that seems interested in earning consistent minutes off the bench. It's sad. It's a really sad state of affairs for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, as I switch over to YouTube, full the first uh, comment says, full tank mode engaged. Hashtag tank for Cade. I think the official term was fade for Cade. Cade Cunningham, for those who might not be following college basketball much this season, but the projected number one overall pick, Oklahoma State's Cade Cunningham. And I've stated that I think he's good. I think he's nice. I think he'll be a solid NBA player, but he's not the, you know, the dude at the top of the draft that you're like tanking for. Now, the fact that the Raptors appear to be headed for the lottery might lead people into watching those YouTube videos to figure out who's who and who they should be looking for or who would fit in the best going forward with this Raptors core. But I look at it and think at this point, you're just taking best player available. Forget need. Your need is just, <laughs> you need more people. <laughs> That's the need at this point. Scramble says the tank, the NBA is going to need to... I can't even read that. There's a lot of mistakes in that. I can't form that, that sentence. I'll move on to the next comment. Glow Girl Smile says, another one bites the dust. The Pistons, coached by Dwayne Casey, are just too physical and dominated the game. A team like this really exposes the Raptors' weaknesses. Yeah, they took it to the Raptors. They were more dominant physically than the Raptors, and the Raptors had no pushback. It's just the reality of the situation, the reality of the roster that the Raptors have. You can't play Baines because he's not, he's shown time and time again that this, 
this starting job might not be for him. And then Plumlee is just too big for Boucher. He's going to body the Raptors' small guys that are trying to play big guys. It's a tough spot to be in. Aisha says, the main reason we're talking about tanking is because we let Serge go. Baines is just horrible. Our bench is also... Their bench is also another story. Kyle doesn't deserve this. I feel so bad for him. It's funny, Raptors fans, the, the roller coaster that it's been for the past week because people wanted Kyle to stay. They didn't really want him to go. But now that he's here and you're watching the team play so poorly, it's almost as if, would you have rather him go somewhere else to play some winning basketball instead of chilling with whatever this team is doing right now? And it's, it's so weird because, you know, they win against Denver. They catch Denver on the second night of a back-to-back. They run Denver out of the gym. But that's just one of those games where, you know, the threes went in at a high clip. And when that happens, Raps aren't going to lose. Or it's going to be tough for them to lose. And basically, when the threes aren't going, it's going to be tough for the Raps to win. And they're going to lose most often than not when the threes aren't going in. And the other part is, you know, they have some good three-point shooters. But it's not like they have dead-eyed three-point shooters that, you know, you're just relying on wedding threes night in, night out. I don't know. More comments. Utah showed more effort than most of the other Raptors. I mean, that's how Utah gets his minutes. So I want to know how you guys feel about Pascal fouling out. And I'm not saying this to pick on Pascal Siakam. I just always have an issue with any player that fouls out. But... Excuse me. In this game where Pascal finishes with 14 points, 5 of 14 from the floor, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, and a foul out against the Detroit Pistons. That's a tough one. It's a real tough one. Freddie again. And, you know, you look at Freddie's numbers. 7 of 20, 4 of 10 from 3. His numbers are ugly, but Freddie knows he has to get to 20 points if this team has a chance to win. So he's going down shooting. And, I mean, the percentages aren't that good, but it's not for a lack of effort. And this isn't the try-hard league. It's a get-it-done league. But I don't know, man. It's getting tough to watch. Silver linings, cool. Gary Trent Jr. looked a little bit better. Saw some shots go through the hoop. That's a good sign. But there weren't many on this night for the Toronto Raptors. OG was okay. 19 points for OG. 6 of 12 from the floor. Not much going on. Not much going on at all. I'm going to get through some comments, though. Let's keep going. K2's Garnett says, That performance is insulting to the fans. I love this team because they had heart and always compete. I hope they don't F that up. Oof. Yeah. It is, And that's the part that I think is the weirdest thing. Because... You're normally used to seeing a Raptors team, if you're going to lose, it's going to be close. And you're not going to get run out of the gym by the Pistons. That's the part that I don't I don't understand that. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Maybe you're getting the Pistons A game because, again, Coach Casey, they want to win it for their coach, so they got a little extra juice coming in. Maybe the Pistons, because you're not a good team, You kind of have games on the sked where you look forward to and you got a little more juice because you sense a victory. But if you're the Raptors and your main core is still intact, thinking that you can make this play-in tournament and make things interesting, 
it's tough to to watch that game and see that performance against the Detroit Pistons. And something that's very interesting as well, as we keep talking about the play-in tournament, I'm bringing up the standings right now. And a reminder, the play-in tournament air team 7 through 10. Has anyone taken a look at who the teams are that are 7 through 10? Because right now you got the Boston Celtics at 7, the Miami Heat at 8, the Pacers at 9, and the Bulls are at 10. How many people at the start of the year would have thought that the Boston Celtics and Miami Heat and even the Pacers would be at 7, 8, 9? And obviously things are really tight. Things can change. But making the play-in tournament doesn't mean you're making the playoffs. And even if you come in 10th and that first play-in game is against a 7-seeded Boston Celtics or eight-seeded Miami Heat, that's not a good look if you're the Raps. So this is, I'm, I say this for perspective because what are we doing here? That's kind of what we got to start thinking about because this is just tough. Fly Miss says at this point, this is just a spot to hang out at the end of every game and bust some jokes. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Whatever role we can provide to help everyone cope I'm here for that. And especially during these times where, you know, we're kind of, we're not in lockdown anymore, but we're still not out and about and socializing, right? It's not like you're getting together with your friends and going to a bar to watch the games, then hanging out after and the game's just on as a vibe. No, we're at home watching these games getting cheesed. <laughs> so why not continue to get cheesed together? And as Fly Miss points out, bust some jokes. Why not? K2's Garnett says even Nick Nurse coach like we are tanking I don't think and he adds an lol so that's a joke but he's just searching for anything and I'm not mad at him for that this is crazy what's happening with this team Jarrett says losses don't even make me sad anymore I just expect them <laughs> glow girl smile I I feel like they only played the first quarter and then they got progressively worse. I know they are in the second half of a back-to-back, -back, but they lacked effort. It's so deflating. The Raptors have been horrible. That I'm pretty sure they still have the worst record on the second night of back-to-backs this season as they only have one win this season on the second night of back-to-backs. And again, if you paid attention from what we were saying from the start of the year, there are certain signs that tell you about what kind of team you have your road record, how you perform on the second night of back-to-backs. These are things, and obviously your plus-minus, right? But the one thing about the second night of back-to-backs and what your road record is, is that good teams figure out ways to get those wins when they might not have enough in the tank, but they figure out ways to overcome that and get victories. And when you're not a good team, those are just straight L's straight L's and that's kind of what we're seeing right now uh K2's Garnett he says bleep the pick there's no generational talent in this draft it's called a lottery for a reason even if we get a good rookie how does that person fit our timeline forget about the timeline I think you just got to get good players because we're seeing it right now it's not like you got to remember right Kyle and Damar and that team that the Raptors had 
even though they didn't have a superstar, the team, they had enough good players, and then the effort kicked in, the intangibles kicked in, and that led you to being a middle-of-the-pack team in the East. You're seeing right now, this team is not even doing that. Again, 1-12 in the month of March, and I know that you had your guys miss a bunch of games, and I know that they're still coming back, and you know maybe we're, we can bank on the fact that, hey, everyone's not 100%, they're still trying to get their legs back. All of those things could be true, and I hope they are true, because it's not a good look right now what's going on for the Raps. It's not. And says we need to crash the boards. Detroit is looking at us like barbecued chicken. Imagine that. The Detroit Pistons looking at the Raptors like barbecue chicken. That's tough. Kenneth says, no need to talk. We are getting closer to Cunningham. Also says, Bay is amazing. I mean, Bay looks amazing in the games against the Raps. I, I do see another hashtag fade for Cade. Um, Elijah says, I hope Nick is okay. A lot of coaches get so stressed out. They make themselves sick. I hope he can deal with this. I know it's tough. Yeah, I'm, it's a tough spot. And especially because he had so much success early. It's an adjustment. It's an adjustment for sure. Uh, Flymiss says it's not fun watching the Raps play anymore. Pure frustration and blowouts. Mark says, I have a feeling that Masai and Bobby are subtly tanking because of the deep draft this uh, this coming season. I don't know how you subtly tank, but, and I don't even know how that translates to the players because really, okay, you traded away Norm, cool, you got assets back that are more than serviceable, that you're not going to have a huge drop off because Norm's not there. They didn't trade Kyle, he's still there. I'm looking around and say, seeing the guys that are still there, like, where is the next step? This is where we're supposed to be seeing OG take some steps forward. This is where we're supposed to see some consistency from Pascal, some consistency from Freddie. And we're not seeing any of that. And that's tough. That's very tough. And the effort is, is when people are out there questioning the effort, I don't really like playing that game. I don't. But I need someone to explain to me how you come out and get blown out by Detroit. I got to see the post game. And you had the ISOs, the shots of Kyle on the sidelines. My guy was looking cheesed. I don't know. Elijah says, it's super frustrating watching them. I have to remove my emotions while I watch. Jalen says, make or miss league, I guess. I don't know what that's in reference to, but the Raptors, are. there's a lot of misses. Um, I just want to upset the Bucks in the first round so they can trade us Giannis. <laughs> Are we still holding out hope for Giannis? I guess we got to take what we can get and grasp at whatever straws, right? Mark says, uh, the choice of shots were horrible today. Give credit to the Pistons, though. While half the league is trying to use the small ball system, they are bullying around big athletic players. I mean, again, I had to look at the Pistons' record and be like, oh, yeah, these guys have only won 13 games this season. And three of them were against the Raps. That's tough. It's very tough. The Raps got a run here, though, where they can play some teams that aren't above 500, that aren't currently in the top eight. And, you know, the thought is, or the hope is, that maybe they could get some wins. It's a hope. And says, Annette says, if we are tanking, nobody told Fred. 
And that's why people love Freddie. Freddie looks like he's out there and he's running around. He's still playing defense. He's still doing all the little things that Freddie always does. And it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Ali says the Pistons look like the Warriors with KD. <laughs> Yo, real talk though. The, the Pistons came out and they were bombing threes early. They were splashing threes and they did look like the Warriors. That's a good call, Ali. I agree with that. T.Dot Raptor says, nobody wants to talk about how bad a defensive system is. We give up too many threes because we want to pick up the paint, forcing us to be scrambling around, killing our legs. Nurse is bleeping bleep up. I'm not blaming Nick Nurse. Stop this. Stop this, man. Like the Raptors team, like tell me who the Raptors, who is the Raptors like sixth best player? I'll wait. Seriously, like, again, I keep saying this, right? The Raptors, when you go back to the teams that were really good, even the DeMar and Kyle teams, you knew who the first and second best players were. You knew who the third and fourth, like you knew what the, the chain of command was. And you go to the championship year. And as you, you now lose Kawhi, you lose Danny, you lose Serge, you lose Gasol, you lose Norm. Right? Those are five key pieces. And so we were all so focused. And I'm saying I'm guilty of this too. We were all so focused about, okay, well, Pascal's now the max guy. And Freddie looks like he can be the starting point guard now. And he can replace the starter minutes. And, you know, OG can pick up some more scoring because OG didn't play in that championship run. And we were all so focused on all those guys bumping up to replace the guys that left. But we weren't focused on who's replacing the guys who were the Raptors bench players who are now the starters. Who replaced Freddie? Who replaced Norm? That's the problem right now. This team, like Nick Nurse is grasping at straws every single night playing like he's spinning a wheel to choose who's going to be the bench guys that he's going he's gonna to sub into the game first because none of these guys are consistent. Someone asked, who are the Pistons' six best players? Listen, the Pistons, this isn't about, you know, I'm not trying to compare the team and say that, you know, the Raptors are this or Raptors are that. I'm not even focused on the Detroit Pistons. We know what the Pistons are. We know that they're rebuilding. Again, they've given away most of their valuable assets that they could have had. They traded Derrick Rose a long time ago, right? They We know what they're focused on. They're trying to rebuild. The Raptors... We weren't really sure what the Raptors were doing. And in tonight's game, it wasn't much. So again, Raptors lose 118 to 104. I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast. If you are one of the people that are listening to this podcast live, I salute you because you are a diehard Raptor fan. And I appreciate you, whether you are watching this pod on Twitter or on Instagram or on YouTube or on Twitch. I appreciate you. Shouts out to you for sure. I'm even going to play the music again to, to at least go out on a high note here. But because I really mean this. I I rep you guys because you are the diehard Raptor fans. You are the reason why I do this podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. And if you're not listening to this live and you happen to be listening to this podcast in the morning, I salute you as well because that means that time passed. You woke up in the morning, you saw that the Raptors got blown out by the Pistons, 
and you still decided to subject yourself to some more Raptors talk. I salute you because I rep the diehard fans, and that's what this platform is for, and huge shout to all of you that continue to tune in and get comments and, and, you know, rock out with me here on this podcast, because as I mentioned, there was a moment where I was sitting here and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this pod, but I quickly realized that I needed this. (laughs) I thought I was providing the platform for y'all to come out and talk and realize, you know, and voice your concerns, voice your opinions. But I realized tonight that I needed that too. So I thank you. I really appreciate it. And we will be back on Wednesday, Raptors next game. Hopefully the actual Raptors show up and we get a game, maybe even a win. Who knows? Don't want to ask for too much at this point. (laughs) But either way, we'll be here. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you guys wherever you watch the podcast. Really appreciate you. Wherever you see the pod, hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button, whatever the button it is that's a positive one or negative. We take those comments too. I'm always here for constructive criticism. Whatever it is, let us know what you think of the pod. Let us know what you think of the team because we're here for you. Again, wrap it up. The only live and interactive Toronto Raptors post-game show there is. After each and every Toronto Raptors game, we're here. So I close out every episode the same way because it's the truth. I really did used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is a wrap it up on Blast Raps post-game show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Boom, blast.